Welcome to the DJ Podcast with me, Dave Lugo, and, and me, uh, Jonah DeLeonardo. And we are here today to talk about things we're going to talk about today. Yes. So I say we start first with talking about aliens. Yes, aliens. Uh, are they real? I think they're real. I think there's a good chance they're real. I mean... How are how are we the only ones to be alive when there's basically infinite space out in the world? You know what so, I mean? Yeah. So so we agree that there's definitely a greater chance that aliens that there's life outside of Earth than there isn't. There's a greater chance that there is life outside of Earth than there isn't. So our question come, is, what what is that alien life like? What does it consist of? Yes. Do they smoke doobies at midnight? Do they even eat breakfast? Are they all virgins? These are the questions we want to ask. Yeah. And uh, we have an expert on. Uh, us. We're the experts. One common thing that most experts or self-proclaimed experts on aliens tend to do is claim that they're experts when they're not. So that's what we're going to do today. What shall we start with? I think... First question we ask... What is it like? What does their Earth like? What what does it look like? Do they have, do they have big boobies on their Earth? Are there vaginas I sh- I inside sure, the mountains? Is I'll, I'll tell you what, Dave. I sure hope so. I do. Maybe there's like a, maybe they they have Mount Rushmore of just titties. <laughs> that would be very nice. I wish, I wish all these things were true. Why are we I talking would, like this? I don't know. I I, I gotta start. I Why are like you I'm talking? Being, like I feel like I'm being artificial. Okay, you are. Being well, artificial. I'm in a, we're in a different place, so. Well, if um, if there's a world out there where aliens have big boobies and big JJs, yeah, yeah, then I want to be there. Me too. <laughs> That's all we have to say. Well, I would say next question we'd ask is, do they have sex? Do Probably these, not. These aliens, how do they reproduce? I think humans are the only ones who have sex. I mean, it's kind of inconvenient, like. Yeah, like there's snails. Snails don't have sex. And they they're doing just fine. And neither do we. <laughs> uh, Good point. I just think it's kind of inconvenient. You have to to reproduce. You have to make sure they like you and they want to be with you. It just kind of a lot. I think if we like just do handshakes and we can make a baby, I think that'd be a lot easier than like having to go through all this love oh. and heartbreak and Oh, is that, time. What, is that what you mean? I was thinking like single-cell reproduction. Like, like say, like, you know how snails, they don't have sex to make a baby. They, like, like what if they just, like, impregnate themselves? Like plants do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I just had an interesting thought. Uh, let's go back to the handshake sex thing. <laughs> what if we had sex with our hands? <laughs> that would be, like, well... Like, okay, hands... first of all, you'd be displaying your sexual reproductive organs in yeah. front of everybody on a daily basis. Would we, would it, like, be, like, would we have to wear gloves or something? Like... <laughs> yeah. And, and second question would be, what happens to our penis? Like, is it still, like, a forbidden thing to show to the world? I mean, I don't know why we'd have one if that's not, what would be the use? I to guess pee. peeing, yeah. To pee. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, but what would, what would become of I the I guess penis? not, because we, we come... There's earwax that comes out of your ears, so pee is kind of like earwax, but we don't really show the penis because it's for sex, it's too. But like, if there's no sex with Are you involved, saying wax is to ears as pee is to penis? 
Yeah. Wow. Because it's like a bodily function that's coming out of a hole, really but we don't, cov- we don't cover our I'd ears. Say, I'd say earwax is less of a bodily production, like a product, and more of like an accumulation of... What about our nose? Our nose com- produces snot? There's so many holes in our body that produce gross stuff. We're but- talking about orifices today. But we don't. People. But we don't cover our noses or our eyes. We don't like cover it when we cry. But we cover our penis because that's used for sex. So, but if there's no sex, then I guess it's perfectly fine to leave it out in the open. But the the real question is why do we? Why are certain things bad to show to the public? Like why are certain things, like certain parts of the body, like not good to show? Like like for instance, boobs. Right? Boobs. Boobs should not be a bad thing to show. You know, like if men can show their nipples and why can't girls, there's no difference. Like, like say like you're a woman, you wouldn't be able to show your nipples in public unless you like got a, what if you could get like a transplant of nipples? Like you like, get male nipples put onto your nipples? I think it's just cause I saw a meme the other day where a girl like got her nipples changed to, she, she took some guy's nipples. From I think it's just cause girls boobies are more sexier than men's. Like from a male perspective. Yeah. But what if you're a girl? That aren't men nipples more sexy? If you're no, straight, if you're a straight I, woman, there's no, if you're a heterosexual woman, you're more likely to be fond of the male nipple than the female nipple. No, definitely not. No, there's there's like five percent of men whose boobies you'd like to see. The rest are kind of gross. They're all kind of <laughs> flat and flabby. Some of them are fat. Some of them are gross. Some of them look disgusting. Some of them have small nipples. But like a girl's boobies, they're always good, no matter what. You can have the smallest. You can have the smallest chest ever, and it'd still be nice to look at. You know what I mean? So yeah, I but think... you're you're looking at all of this from the male perspective, Dave. Say you're a a lady, mm-hmm. and you want to look at some men's boobies. It's really easy. It's really easy to look at men's boobies out there now, because men don't have to worry about you know covering their chest all the time. You know, go to the beach. And if a man wants to see a woman's boobies, we just go online. Yeah, but why can't we just like go same place? I guess so you're, you're you don't only want this for yourself. You don't want this because for the woman. You're you not. Got, well, you got me there, Dave. But 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 at least I have a noble cause. <laughs> I think women should do whatever they're comfortable with. If they want to shoot their boobies, then go ahead. If they don't, that's fine. Agreed. It's well. Don't make anyone do what they don't want. I don't like showing my boobies. I don't like showing my chest out no, to everybody. Me, me do you? No, me neither. So it's like, so what's your point then? We just debunked your. I just you 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 yourself <laughs> debunked your I own guess point. You're right. Well, um, so let's go back. Let's to the, go back to the alien part. So so for, first, uh, another the third question would be like, who would get to who first? Do you think we would discover the alien species, or do you think they would discover us? Because what if it's not that intelligent? What if it's like intelligent life, but that's not that intelligent? Do you see another, like, 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 like? Imagine like when when Columbus first came to America, right? Mm-hmm. And like and he kind of all, slaughtered all yeah. of them or killed them all by accident with dis- and the rest got no, killed by disease. No, don't say accident. Don't say no, accident. Killed them with disease by like brought a bunch of diseases over and killed them. Okay, well, don't right? ignore the other yeah the other brutalities that he did. I know, I know. But, like, say this, right? We were the ones to discover the alien species and unknowingly or knowingly brought about a genocide on of their population. I think that's very possible. It's possible, yes. What's your point? Well, they're more susceptible to disease. 
I don't know. I'm just saying, like, we we have all these narratives about, like, like, you know, other species coming here and killing us or trying to destroy us or conquer us. What if, like, we are the conquerors of the galaxy? Do you think humans would be into that? I I think think we would. Well, not maybe not now, but if if they discovered space travel in like the seventeen hundreds, then definitely. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm okay. Me as a human, if I was the leader of the world, why would I just want humans around? Why would I want that? If I have, if I had the chance, I would definitely bring another species around to have fun with. To, it'd be way more interesting than just one single human life. They have, we'd have the same brains. Everybody, if everybody's human like it is now, I mean, it comes. It kind of gets boring. Imagine how fun it would be if you had, like, uh, a friend that was, like, had tentacles out of its legs, as legs, and, like, big claws. That'd be so fun. (laughs) That would be fun. I don't think that's what world leaders think about, though, Dave. I think, think about, like, again, I'd say the first time we ever had, like, a major discovery of another, like, world, kind of, was Columbus, right? Imagine you're the king of Spain, and you have the option of, like, you know creating a new ethnically diverse society with these natives. You'd first of all they th- they thought of them as savages because humans are like just awful people like that. Jonah, do you think humans right now are capable of even if a million years, if we stay the same way where we are now, the same kind of brain, the same kind of way we think, do you think we'd able to reach space travel in a billion years? The way we are now, how we feel about climate change, how we how we treat this I'd, I'd say this about how we look at space, how this we look about, at about, climate change, how we look at science. The, well, here's more people are looking at science like it's a bad thing. Here's what you got to keep in mind, Dave. I'm saying the, only only America has this uh, population who's half half opposed to all that. You know, most of the world is environmentally cautious. I'm saying most of the world is interested in space. I'm saying if we ever reach a point to space travel, we'd be advanced enough to know that it'd be wiser to keep aliens around. Um, that's what I'm saying. I don't think if we kept the same mentality of screw everybody, let's keep ourselves, or screw science, anti-vax, the moon's not real, the polar- polarization, everybody hates each other, everybody loves each other. Uh, if the, I don't think if we stay the same way we are, we'd be able to get to that point. I think we have to advance as... how Like as we, a culture? Yeah, the, as a culture to get to that point and... By the time we advance to that culture, I think we'd, we'd keep aliens around because it's smart. Yeah, you're right. So, But it would take a lot of, not just like, you know, obviously, not just a lot of uh, technological evolution, but a lot of moral and... And we'd, be have to, we'd, we'd have to work real hard for that. Cultural evolution, yeah. I think, uh, and here's, here's the weird part, I think there's a lot of people out there who understand that point of view mm-hmm. of like... We're talking, like, Star Wars kind of shit right now, Dave, like, or, like, Star Trek kind of shit, where, like, humans go out into the universe and explore other well, people to and become friends. But, like, yeah, I think it's totally possible. Maybe one day... But in, we also don't know what that life is going to be. Maybe one day in a billion years, there's going to be somebody who's going to react to this and be like, hey, this is what they thought about this. <laughs> wow, they're so right. <laughs> or they're so wrong. Yeah, look at these stupid humans. Yeah, they these thought we'd work together dummies. to reach space. No, no, think think about this. What if we arrived on a planet where there was life, but it was like a million years behind our, our evolution? So like, like life on different planets, different planets are created at different times and different 
like evolutionary processes happen at different speeds, right? Mm-hmm. So like that's why there's still monkeys, and that's why alligators are still exist, even though they did like sixty five million years ago as well. I just had a scary thought. What about our podcast? Our podcast is probably going to be around pretty much forever, right? Since on on the internet, yeah. Since now that now that the internet is a thing, and like so, that's pretty document, scary. Everything can be documented. The words for, we say will very likely exist in a million years. Yep, that's huge. I know people I mean, able to see people what, people who had like speeches or like wrote stuff in a book, <laughs> like like three hundred years ago. They probably that book disintegrated or everyone who heard that speech died but we we have the privilege of being able to be heard and stored on the world's largest like collection of information so digital you never information. know there, right now there might be an audience who's watching this who's from the way 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 far yeah. future if you're watch, amazing if this? you're watching this in like um the year 2350 uh shout out to you guys you know 2350 yeah if you're watching this in like 230 years <laughs> if you're watching we love you i it, hope i hope you remember us if you're watching this in like a thousand years if humans are still alive and uh and we did discover alien life and we're cooperating with them like you know leave a like isn't that scary though leave a like in the comments don't you think maybe not scary but interesting yeah yeah that our words will very likely live on and there might be a good chance that maybe even our grandkids will be able to listen to this they probably will and they probably are right now they will be Eventually. Well, to them they are. To if us, they, if not. we if we discover if they discover the podcast, or if we never if we never like if our podcast never gets big and then it's just like one of those obscure corners of the internet. We probably will, but still. Then they'll probably if we forget about it, then they might never hear it. I like this talk. This is a good talk. Yeah, this talk is very more. existential. Anyway, I wanted to say that like, what if we discovered like a a, a species of alien that's intelligent right they're very very good at certain things like building tools and hunting mm-hmm. yes. but like what if they're not as advanced as us yet would we do you feel that it would be ethical to intervene with their evolutionary and developmental process Ooh, that's an interesting thought. is that a thought that people have is that something big in science world i don't know or is that just a you thing that's just a thought i had oh. like what if we like you know started to interfere with the way they're they developed. I mean, we did the same thing with dogs, right? I feel like if we, we if we got to a planet that has like that kind of species going, then I think we conquer them. I think at that point we'd be like savages, like same thing we not did. Savages, but same we, thing we did with the native. I think Americans. we treat them like dogs and try to raise them into whatever they pets or something. Not pets, but like breed them, like, breed them or something. That's not something <laughs> so sadist- sadistical, like just. We'd help them out. Put them in schools and we'd stuff? we treat them more... Yeah, we'd treat them like children, basically. Like, we're the mommy... We're mommy and daddy. We'd, we'd do... We'd humanize them, basically. You want to do that? Because oh, I feel like that would... colonization. Would that be ethical? Humanization. Yeah. Oh. It's not colonization anymore. It's humanization. They'd have to learn, like, English. They'd have to learn human languages and, like, go to... And, like, go oh, to human school. Imagine being school. conquered by the world... By Earth. And you'd have to, like, <laughs> go to school for, like... <laughs> World languages. You have to learn all fifty. You have to learn at least fifty languages of Earth. I know that 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 that's my idea, right? Like, what if we had? What if we felt like we were the superior culture, and they had to learn our our stuff in order f- to be civilized? What would you call that? Because it's called whitewashing, right? It's whitewashing if you're like, yeah, like in America, I think that was, it was yeah. So, so what we call that for human washing? 
Yeah, it would be <laughs> earth washing, I guess. Or or just like, you know, call, like no, I guess it would be colonization. It it would be colonization. I like humanization more though. Yeah, humanization. Coining the term. Yep. That if any scientists are gonna watching. It's going to be in a history book in like 2035. It's going to be uh, like, like oh, Leonardo and David Logo were the first people to invent to the coin term. the term humanization. humanization. And do you think they'd be like earth earth weeaboos? Like oh, <laughs> earth nationalists? Like oh, get what what if there's like Karen? Uh, what man, if there's still Karen? Like go back to the planet you came from. I've had this I've had this argument with somebody else and they didn't understand me, but like I I understood it. Like, alien racism, I think, is a real likely thing. And that's actually... It's because of all the movies we've made about how, like, scary it would be if they invaded. But even then, being racist towards aliens would have somewhat of a valid reason because they'd actually be different from us. Well, yeah. So uh, that'd be so... Uh, They're, have... like, literally a different species. So in, in a way, we could develop some kind of Earth nationalism. But I think also movies like or and like books and stuff like World War of the Worlds, Independence Day, they've created like this fear that aliens will conquer us. Yeah, the thing is, it's gonna be either really aliens are gonna be really really nice to us, way nicer than we ever think, or they're gonna be the worst savages we ever we ever seen in the world. I think I, think, I don't think there's any middle ground between that. I think what's gonna happen is right. We could we could end up creating our own downfall, kind of like how we're doing with machines, mm-hmm. where we're so scared of them already. That we start treating them like shit, and then they get mad at us, and, you know. I don't know, I see that as a possibility. Or, like, some kind of rebellion. Well, what if we, like, enslaved them? And then what? and then aliens? they rebelled and, you know, destroyed the human race. Aliens? Because we were scared they were going to... Enslave aliens? Yeah. What if they were, like, savages and we enslaved yeah. them? Like, like that, that's a very real possibility. Hey, hey grandkids... Hum- humans are awful wait, people. I want to give a message for our grandkids. Any, my grandkids who are watching this, if you're an alien racist... If you have aliens on Earth and you're being racist towards them, stop it, all right? That's, yeah. That's bullshit, all right? Don't do that. Don't be racist towards the, aliens. Because by the time, like, okay, like, if we're, if we're, if our grandkids, mm. like, are on an Earth where there are aliens, right, then they're probably going to be pretty old, right? Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't think it's going to happen in our lifetime. Yeah. yeah. Our, our grandkids would have to have grandkids by that time, so they'd yeah, probably no, be old and racist. Like grand 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 Lugo the first or second or the. Do you think they'd keep the? You think he'd keep the name? You think every kid you have from here on, every descendant you have from here on out will be a male? I have a man. How many babies? How many kids do I have? Like a thousand and eight hundred. You'd have to have a minimum of. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't count how many times you said, great great great. No, like from the from the first episode. Where I said I had like oh yeah, how many kids do I have? It's like yeah, a thousand, like, so I'm probably gonna have like a kid somewhere who goes on with the name Lugo. Oh wow, we got some continuity here. If you don't know what's going on, you gotta go back and watch the first episode. Yep, we're already making references. Woo! <laughs> first reference. You better yeah. be keeping up with your DJ, DJ podcast, podcast lore. lore. <laughs> um, do you do you have any messages for your great grandkid? times 100 well um if the united states is still a thing you know and i become the president don't use it to make money (laughs) like don't use don't use the namesake of like de leonardo like be like hey look at me i'm related to like that one guy who was like a politician or like a famous guy or something i don't know 
Just don't don't mo- don't 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 soil the family name, but also you know be good. What to if we other... give this podcast to our descendants? We gift it like like your kid and my kid start mm-hmm. to start the pod start the uh-huh. DJ two. And it's a tradition. DJ two. DJ That'd be cool score. to have a to have a p- a podcast that goes through generations. Yeah, that'd be cool. We'd have to we'd, really... we'd have to have kids that get along. I don't want to force anything on our kids. I think that's a bad thing. Yeah, but exactly. if there's one thing we should force on our kids, I think it should be this. <laughs> to do a podcast. No, because we'll probably be doing a podcast. If like if it's going to go through generations, we'll probably be still be doing this. They'll don't know about it. And we'll we'll be like, you got to do this. Or if you don't, we're going to hate you. Fa- no, you'd be like, this is the most honorable thing you could do for our family. Like, you know how it used to be like, get married and have kids. Now it's going to be... Do the podcast. Instead of giving them a ring, we give them a podcast. Yeah. Like, really? son, today's your big day. We're really old. and Son or daughter, you know. We're like but we'd super- have to name all our kids starting with our, like, <laughs> our, our first letters. <laughs> we'd have to name our kids, like, Daniel and James or something. But we could, we could trade off every every generation. So, we can, like... We, I can do a J and you can do a D. Oh, okay. That'd be really cute. Yeah. Yeah, the future. The future is... Maybe that should be the title. This episode, the future. The future is wild. Yeah, I know. Well, it's because it can be anything, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think we're gonna have like flying cars or anything. I I like I like to play this game with myself. I try to guess what's the new fashion trend gonna be. I think it's more likely that we're gonna have our own personal airplanes than like flying cars. Like the equivalent to flying cars would be like private airplanes. Like you know how cars used to be like a luxury back in the nineteen tens, nineteen twenties. Like, you know how airplanes are like a luxury now? Yeah, I think Where it'd be eventually like... eventually airplanes we, are going to be like... I think it'd be like if people in the old times thought like horses would like have wheels on them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they thought that they'd make robotic horses before they'd make carriages that moved on their own. Yeah. And you really shut down my topic. I was, I was going to bring up future fashion trends. Oh, okay, okay. Do future fashion trends. I like to play this game where I try to think about what's the new future fashion trend. Like, you know... Right, right now, what what is it, like, bomber jacket or something? It's, it's like streetwear, right? Mm-hmm. That's a new thing. What's going to be the new thing in, like, a hundred years? I'm wondering if it's going to be, like, a cycle. Like, what if we return to, like, 18th century clothes someday? Like We've people, never done that in People history. powdered wigs and stuff. Well, the 70s is coming back, you know? People are starting to... But that's to... different. That's, like, still nearby. Yeah, that's, I know. It's <laughs> not like we're wearing, like, caveman clothes or co- colonial clothes. We're still in, like, the same area where we can still mix and match stuff. Yeah, I guess you're right. I feel like the '90s are coming back for like close. Yeah, nowadays. but it's still it's, it's still close by, so it's yeah, not like it's only like thirty years ago. But I don't know. Like, well, maybe I I have a feeling that we'll just kind of everybody will be so unique that we're gonna have very very different clothes all throughout, and that like, there won't be really a type of because you already see that now. I mean, people aren't wearing like the same kind of clothes anymore. They're wearing yeah you know, very different. Like they're wearing, you know, those. Yeah, you got people who dress in from in like they're from different decades and stuff. Yeah, and I think it's always been like that, but I think now it's been more and more since there's fashion diversity, fashion diversity of thought, diversity of fashion. Yeah, so I think maybe just there won't be as much fashion trend anymore. More stylized to your own what you whatever you want to do. Maybe that'll be the new fashion trend, completely so, unique. Yeah, you know one thing I. One, if I ever started designer clothes, designer line, I think I like to do a shirt that's completely unique to your birthday. So like everybody, like there's 365 shirts and depending, <laughs> depending what day you're born, you get one shirt. 
and that's yours. Like, and you can people people can rep. What if it was like your birthday suit? What? Like, you know you know the term birthday suit, right? I guess but it means like, you're naked. But like, what if more, you actually not, had a birthday? It's suit? It's not about the birthday. It's more like about you know like how zodiac signs, like how that affects your sign. I think it's, I want to be more like that, not like this is when you wear your birthday. You want to like assign clothes by birthday and stuff. I don't no, know. It's just a cool idea, not like everybody not like, does it. Like just a cool idea for some one person to do it. Just to like, like have one shirt that they wear every birthday. Or, have a shirt that's generated completely unique to you. That'd be cool. Like, so like nobody can. There's not one. All right, the computer uh, ran out of space and we had to uh, stop and delete some stuff. But we're back, and we were talking about fashion and collectible fashion, which is already kind of a thing. We remembered with Supreme and stuff like that. Yeah. It's harder, but I kind of want to do, like, Pokemon stuff. Like, you go to the store and you buy a box that's full of clothes. And you're like, dude, I got the, I got the gold shirt. I got the uh, hollow first edition Charizard, <laughs> Charizard shirt. shirt. <laughs> yeah, you get to wear your collectible merch and stuff. Well, actually, that just sounds like mega capitalism, you know? Just, like, selling a lot of collectible yeah, stuff make, for, for make, the same amount of money. That's what you gotta do. You gotta make... You gotta be really cool. You gotta build up supply and then cut demand. You gotta bring up supply and lower demand slowly and slowly. So you have super high... No, I mean... Opposite you know, the opposite. Yeah. High demand. High demand, low, super, low, super low supply. And that's what you have to do. And, and that's so easy to do with fashion. Because, like, everybody wears clothes. And everybody yeah, but clothes. the biggest problem the biggest like i think yeah the biggest big... challenge is going to be getting it to be popular mm-hmm. and i think if we ever did it if we did do this collectible fashion i think it'd be affordable too if we ever like get if this podcast gets that's big, what we if this podcast gets no, big and we do merch then... that'd be that'd be cool so here's the thing we put a shirt but we cover it in like you could you could so we make something so you couldn't see the shirt what's like inside because that's what the, the thing with pokemon cards like not every you, not every single card is a yeah. super good card, and you don't know that until you buy, you pay five five dollars, and then you find out oh this is super great shirt. Yeah. So that we have to do. Yeah, we gotta do that. So we can make it affordable, and but yeah. we can make it rare. And yeah, if you if you're like if you're super rich or poor, you have an equal chance of getting like an awesome or a subpar shirt. And then you can sell it or keep it or do whatever you want. All right, if any. Nobody steal this fucking idea from us. This is our idea. This is Dave Lugo and Jonah Dionara idea, right? Yeah. Fuck you, right? This is copyrighted. Copyright 2020. Yes. See, good things come out of 2020 as well. Good, good ideas. Anyways, um, you can steer the podcast. Huh? You can steer it for a bit. All right. The next topic is uh, it's going to be childhood fears. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think this one can be interesting because, you know... I had a very unique fear when I was a little little kiddo, Dave. I had a fear of <clears throat> eating too much yogurt on a spoon. Eat too much yogurt? I would, I'd be really scared to put too much yogurt on my spoon. I love yogurt. I love yogurt, but I was really scared that if I put too much on my spoon, I'd choke on it and die. That's a very irrational fear. Although, I, know, I guess if you're a child. You know. I don't know why I had that fear. So every time I'd eat yogurt, I'd only get the tiniest, tiniest little scoop of yogurt. So I wouldn't choke until I realized I just, I just became smart for one day and I was like, wait, this is a really stupid fear. Why do I have this fear? <laughs> and then I just ate the yogurt like a man and that's how I got over that fear. I had some, 
some basic fears, you know, like, okay, so here's one of them. So this actually happened today. Dave and I were like walking down this on the sidewalk and we came across one of those storm drains, you know, like one of the ones that are in the floor, uh, on the, on the ground and we walked over it and I, I realized that I used to be scared of walking over them cause like I was afraid that it would just like fall and I would fall in the sewer or something. But, um, uh, I used to also be scared of like, you know, stuff like that, like falling into like the sewer. Mostly, most of my fears were about that actually. You know, you know, like, you know, like uh, Pennywise, like the storm drain that he was in. Was it because of Pennywise? No, 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 not because of Pennywise. But like, I used to ride my bike on mm-hmm. like the sidewalk. And like, whenever I rode my bike over one of those, I'd be scared that like, my bike would, like one of the wheels would fall. Yeah, in. it looks always, it's always kind of scary, but I wouldn't, I wasn't really, I'm not really well, terrified. It's because there's usually like a dip in the road yeah. when you come across it. So like, I would ride my bike and a dip in the road would come and I was scared that my bike would like swerve and I would fall in the drain, even though it's completely impossible. But, you know. Uh, I get some irrational fears even today. Well, these We days. all do. We all do. Uh, a couple months ago, I was in a bad shape. But, uh, so for a while, I, when I go to sleep, I'd be really terrified to sleep with my armpits open. I, <laughs> armpits open? Yeah, I, I couldn't do it. Like, I was really messed up for like a month. Just a month of this, I'd open my armpits like this, my armpits, i just open it. But then I get really scared. They're <laughs> like, like this, they can't see. Well, yeah. You gotta well, describe if, it. If you can't see, I'm putting my arm, I'm just raising my arm. If you can't see, I'm the only person that can see. Just, just all right. Yeah, so you'd raise your hands over your yeah, head. and I'd be like this, but then I get like really freaked out that the air's hit the air's hitting my armpits. So then I just close my armpits and <laughs> I'd really freak out. It was it's more it's more sad than funny. Like oh. I just I don't know. I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't sleep with my armpits open for like the longest time until I just stopped being a little bitch and I forced myself for one for one night. To keep my armpits open for the entire night, so I can just, and it was really bad at first, but then I just got used to it, and now I stopped. All right. So I don't know why that happened to me, but it did. <laughs> That's really confusing. I don't. I don't know uh, if we're supposed to be talking about just irrational fears, but I did have a very rational fear. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually to this day, I, it still kind of applies to me. I used to have like cholerophobia, which is fear of clowns. Mm-hmm. I used to be terrified of them. Like, absolutely terrified. I would, like, think of one and start crying. Um, but I think I got over it mostly because, you know, it kind of doesn't make a lot of sense nowadays. But I would say it's still rational. There's still a lot of creepy clowns out there. Um, Am I the only one who liked clowns? I mean, probably. They made me sick to my stomach. Everybody I've talked to, they're like, oh, I hate clowns. But I've always liked clowns. No, no. There's people who say they hate clowns. They don't hate clowns as much as I do. Okay. You don't. Yeah, I, you don't I understand like, the struggle. I feel like that's ninety nine percent of people. They say, "Oh, clowns are so scary with their funny makeup." It scares me so bad that I feel like they don't. I feel like no. with you, you were like. I generally scared. have an irrational fear that makes me sick to my stomach when I see a clown. Like still today? Not, not really anymore. I kind of, I have kind of gotten over it. But so I'm, it's like my armpit story. Kind of. Yeah. Well, I was never like. It wasn't because I was sad or anything. It was I was. It was just because I was a little kid, and I did. I I heard stories about if you've ever heard of like John Wayne Gacy or stuff like that. Oh yeah, that's, that that's kind of messed up. Yeah, so that that was like something that I thought of when I thought of clowns. Do you you knew about John Wayne Gacy when you were like six? My mom was a like a crime a criminal investigator person. 
She she used she to was? like she used to read about crimes a lot. Yeah, she used to watch crime shows and. Oh wait, she was an investigator. Or she no, well, crime she shows? she went to college for like forensic science, so she wanted to be a, like a cop. So she uh, would read a lot about crime novels and stuff, and like I, somehow I heard about John Wayne Gacy at one point in time. Maybe I watched like a crime show with her about it, and I heard about it at a pretty young age, and it terrified me. It terrified me when I I knew about John Wayne Gacy, but I didn't know about it till like I. Watched the video on it like, like last year, and then I, that's yeah. It's yeah. a very messed up story. Yeah, I I got a I got a, a maybe a lighter fear. Uh, when I was when I was little, I, obviously I think a lot of people watched SpongeBob as a kid. Mm-hmm. There was one episode that I would like leave the room when it came on. It was the Doodle Bob episode. <laughs> that episode used to scare the crap out of me. I don't know why. I think it was because Doodle Bob was so loud. You know, and I would be scared because like he was like a villain. But that, that brings me. There's something. Okay, there's something interesting that I have. Do you have this too? Is there shows when you were a kid that when they were on you just couldn't stand at all? Like you'd watch something else immediately because it was just so terrible or yeah. boring to watch. Was there other shows like that? Yeah. I think mo- uh, most of them were on, like, PBS, that I would just change. PBS shows were awesome. No, no, no. Okay. So, Word Girl, Clifford. Yeah, yeah those were all good. Cur- not Curious George. Is Curious George PBS? Yeah. Yeah, C- Curious George is PBS. Yeah. Sid um, the Science Kid. Right? Yeah, those, what shows were you were bad on that? I don't remember. I think it was the ones, like, you remember, like, Arthur, the, one, those... the ones in the morning and the ones at night. Like, um, I think, like. Sunnyside Up and the uh, the nighttime one with the little star guy, I would just immediately not want to watch it anymore. Uh, I've always been. Uh... You remember the, the the breaks in between the uh, Nick Juniors where you'd have the moose and the bird? I would change the channel. What was the first SpongeBob episode you ever watched? Do you remember? What the fuck? Who remembers that? I do. Okay. The first episode I ever watched was the Hall Monitor episode. Do you remember that one? <laughs> That's... That was, okay, before I watched that episode of Spongebob, I only watched, like, two shows. And this was when I was, like, three or four years old. Mm-hmm. I only watched, like, Thomas the Train and Bear in the Big Blue House. And, like... What? What? Yeah, those were the only what shows. What shows? Bear in the Big Blue House and Thomas the Tank Engine. Oh. I don't know what the first show is, but... It's, yeah. it's like... It was before I was even born. It got canceled, I think. But... It's like my favorite show as a baby. I don't know why we're talking about like baby shows now. Uh, well, if we're already on topic, uh, when I was a baby, I watched uh, lots of Bambi. Tons ba- of Bambi. <laughs> that, that, that might explain a lot. Did, did you watch the part where the mom died a lot or something? <laughs> what, what, what does it explain? What? <laughs> I don't know. Some kind of psychological explanation for something. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's wrong? There's nothing wrong with me. I'm an old person. Sure, Dave. Sure, Dave. I believe you. I believe you. Well, my favorite activity was rewatching Bambi over and over again and eating sausages, and that was my. I also remember having a little, little battery powered, ATV thing and going around my yard and picking up starfruit. Wow, starfruit. That's. I love starfruit. I remember waking up at like six in the morning on weekends and watching Jimmy Neutron. And eating pop tarts. Wow, you're that explains a lot. What are you talking about? How did then shut up? Shut up. Quit, so s- quit trying to do the same thing. It explains to me. why you're soft. What do you? Well, how? Jimmy Neutron. There's plenty of kids that watch Jimmy Neutron that aren't soft. 
No, the, the chimney is you... not the soft part. The soft part is you eating pop tarts in the morning. That's the soft part. Pop tarts like the morning's like a normal time for people okay, to eat well, pop tarts. What? You, give me an explanation for your softness. For me, I'm not that. Uh, what do you mean soft? Like what? Ex- define. You're what, a soft boy. Define how I'm soft. Like what does that mean? What, is, what does it get? What exactly does that you mean? You know what it means. I don't have to explain it. You, you mean sensitive? Yeah, you're a sensitive boy. I don't know. It's probably because I have like empathy. You know. <laughs> I don't it's have. A thing, it's a thing that uh, that you might not have, Dave. That you might not understand. Well, I. This just turned into making fun of Dave podcast. <laughs> well, you were trying to make fun of me first. How? 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 All right, all right, all right. I redact the part where I said that there's something wrong with you because you watch Bambi a lot, okay? Well, it's actually a very cute movie, and there's a lot of sweet parts. So, a lot of it's actually about getting over and I also watch Spider-Man, the Tom Tobey Maguire a lot, too. Yeah, I watched that one a lot, too. Actually, you know what? Did you watch the Spectacular Spider-Man show a lot? I watched that show like... I watched it every once in a while. I watched the whole thing twice, I think. The whole series. I want to watch it now. I, I know it's really good. It's like... Here, okay. Let's switch from childhood fears to fears today. What is your fear? Uh, I still hate fire. Like, all kinds of fire. Um, I think when I was little, we went to, like, steakhouses. Like, like uh, Japanese hibachis. Mm-hmm. A couple times. Like, one time. And they, they like, did the thing with the, where they did, like... They set the vegetables on fire. You know how they do that. Mm-hmm. Well, so would you have a seizure? It was a bit. It was a big fire, and like I got, I was really close to the table, and I really got scared. So I'm still kind of like nervous around big fires and stuff. So would you cry if I took a Jakuma? No, no, probably not anymore. I would just move back. So it's not a fear ch- anymore. I would move back in my chair a little bit. We were talking about fears you have right now. Okay, well, most of my fears now are existential ones. Like, the future. And, like, that's it. That's really it. Mm. Like, what, what's what's going to happen to me later on in life? That's that's my biggest You're fear. You're going to die everybody's going to forget no, about me. No, 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 no. I don't care if people forget about me. I just care about if I have a good life, you know? Probably not. <laughs> I'm kidding. That's really, that, that's really reassuring, Dave. Thanks for that. I'm sure you're gonna have a nice nine to five job. You're gonna go home, have an okay wife. Um, <laughs> you're gonna go to Disney World every once a few years and pretend like it's something awesome. You're gonna go to the woods every once in a while. You're gonna have a nice, normal, boring life, and <laughs> you'll die. Wait, wait, wait! Going to Disney World and going to the woods. Those are like. <laughs> those are generic things. <laughs> I mean, Dis- for Florida, Disney World's a generic thing. But, like, imagine you live in, like, Germany or, like, China or, like... Okay, well, that's different. I, if you go to Japan, that's the... I don't know. I, I'm not really into the whole normal, let's have pancakes and have kids and get married life. No, me neither. Why did you assume the same thing about me? Why did you assume I want to get married, have kids, and go to Disney World? You told me about that. What are you talking about? I just asked you today if that's something you like, and you said, yeah. No. I you said, said you I said, said I'm, I'd rather consider adoption. No. Oh. Well, it's still the same thing. No. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, good job, Dave. Oh, do you want to look at the kid? Uh, uh, today's episode, we're recording in my room for the first time, and... Jonah, have a reaction to the kid. 
Oh, the kid on you your... Open the door. Okay, yeah, let's look at this uh, picture of the kid you have on your wall. <laughs> I don't know why. I expected him to be like... Like a little... Brown kid or something. I don't know why. Well, it's not me. It's, some, <laughs> it's just a random kid. He's a little white kid. With like a bowl cut. <laughs> I expected him to have like, I don't know, a little like spiky hair or something. You thought it was... You thought it was me, didn't you? No, you don't have spiky hair. I, I did when I was a kid. I had spiky hair when I was a little kid. Okay. Okay, I actually see no. that. Let's talk kid about... hairstyles. What's the hairstyle you always wanted when you were a kid? When I was a kid, I always wanted to spike my hair up. Well, not actually. Okay, so first of all, when I was like... When I was like... Okay, from like preschool until maybe third grade, I love... I like was obsessed with... I was like OCD kind of. I like always kept my hair really flat and parted to the right like this. This was what I looked like and I wore collared shirts every day. I see that. I was like a really rigid like by the books kid. Okay. When I made it to third grade, I wanted to spike my hair up because I thought that would make me look cool. It didn't because I have a huge forehead. Mm -hmm. So I decided against it and went back to the, you know, the part except without the flatness of like keeping it down so it kind of was like poofy but still a part yeah good job on your hair my when hair I, still looks bad when my i hair, was a kid my hair looks like different every day you know what i mean all right go ahead well, what about you when you were a kid i always wanted that hair where i can't show where my hair but i can show on yours where like it's flat on the back but then you like do a, a wave at the you do like a wave at the at the front and yeah, yeah. That was my dream hairstyle. I don't know why, but I always thought that hairstyle was like the coolest thing in the entire world, and I always wanted it. Yeah, my brother had it, but then he decided to like start curling the front of his hair. So now he just has like one of those cholo spiky in the forehead. Now I have things. really long hair, and I've literally never wanted long hair in my entire life. Not even. Do you? Do you? When want I got when I decided to get my long hair, I didn't even want it. I don't know why, but do you still do you like your long hair? Now I love it. Now I don't want to cut it. I love my long hair. Are you? But are you even when I was it? even when I was growing now, I was like, I'm are you gonna, gonna cut this soon. Are you gonna let it go past your? Shoulders? I want to get to my shoulders. Yeah, and then I'll probably cut it on my shoulders. I've always wanted blue hair. I thought blue colored hair was the coolest. Now I think it's the worst. Well, yesterday was Joe Biden's birthday. He turned seventy eight. So, happy birthday, Joe. What? We didn't really, we didn't really ask for you, but you know. He's not the hero we needed, but he's the hero we deserved. <laughs> Anyways, let's... You want to cut out a song? Sure. In a little cafe just the other side of the border She was a sitting that giving me looks that made my mouth water so I started walking her way She belonged to Batman Jose And I knew, yes I knew I should leave But then I heard her say Come a little bit closer You're my kind of man So big and so strong Come a little bit closer I'm all alone And the night is so long so we started to dance in my arms, she felt so inviting 
And I just couldn't resist They're just one little kiss So exciting Then I heard the guitar player say Vamos Jose's on his way And I knew, yes I knew I should run But then I heard her say Come a little bit closer You're my kind of man So big and so strong Come a little bit closer This has been the DJ Podcast with Dave Lugo and, and Jonah DeLeonardo. Have a good day and, and we'll see you in the next episode. <laughs>